Hello and welcome to Behind the Lashes with me, Joanna Lee. In this series, I'm going to be speaking to lash artists from around the globe. I want to know what makes them tick and also how they're surviving C19. This evening, I am off to speak to Genevieve Hicken to see how the recent news has hit her. Genevieve, how is it going? Hi, Joanna. I'm good, thank you. How are you? Or as good I'm, as can be? Yes, yes. I, I'm strangely okay today. I was pretty shit yesterday, but better today. Goodness knows why. Yeah, I think when we had the announcement from Boris, I had clients messaging me left right and center i was still halfway through admin from the lash social so mm -hmm. i just downed tools put on my swimming costume and laid in the garden all day <laughs> i was just like i'm switching off and i'll deal with this tomorrow <laughs> good so for you what, <laughs> what a good approach i mean obviously you are back to work to a degree how how has it been how how is it going so what's it been? Has it been about two weeks? Mm -hmm. two, two or three weeks we've been back now in terms of beauty. Um, it's been good. It's been lovely to see my clients. All of my clients have turned up at my door getting their mask out of their handbags. And I've said to them, look, you don't need to wear it. I'm, I'm wearing mine. I have been wearing a mask and a visor, although the visor and myself are not friends. Um, <laughs> Do you know what I'm finding the hardest is I do nails. Nails is fine because I'm sat in this position. So mm -hmm. people are listening to me, so they can't see how I'm sitting. But you're sitting at a table and you've got their hands almost underneath you. Yeah. So the, the, where the visor's in front of you, you can almost look down without yeah. having to look through the visor. That's fine. And I've also worked out a way to position it on my head that it's almost going yeah. at a different angle slightly mm -hmm. so I can still protect my client but I can see but when I'm doing pedicures I'm looking more down yeah and when I look through the visor I can just see myself oh reflection so where I've got the lights obviously coming from above me and I'm looking down I just keep seeing either the logo on my t-shirt oh. or myself <laughs> <laughs> oh. And it's really off-putting when you're trying to paint a clean nail line on someone's toes. Of course. Toes are hard enough at the best of days anyway, but when you've now got this visual impairment. So I've had to almost flip the, the um, visor so it's almost... My face can see the toes without the visor, but the visor... So it's almost at a right angle to your Yeah, forehead. so when... <laughs> I've had to adapt because I'm just yeah. not friends with it. Um, I'm okay with it for waxing um, and the hands, but massage and massage, you just get hot. That's all yeah. it is. It's just heat. You don't, it's seeing isn't really a problem, but doing pedicures is tricky. But I, I've been, I've been back at work, I've been fine, been, been quite busy because obviously I don't just do lashes. I do nails, waxing, massage. Um, I've actually brought massage back. I got rid of massage about a year ago just because the changeover of the room between doing lashes and massage is quite a lot of time mm -hmm. and covering myself in oil is not ideal yeah. when I'm someone that does the pinching method for lashes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but in actually bringing this back, I sort of 
almost my friend said to me um if you haven't found your hustle in lockdown then you don't yeah. have any <laughs> yeah. um i've seen everyone bringing out all sorts of sales techniques on new products and getting on to new companies and new little revenues and i thought to myself look i'm trained in so much more than just lashes and just facial treatments let's bring it back just to try and like you said hustle and bring something back yeah. so, I bought massage back and it's actually been really well received apart from my thumbs are oh. really suffering because obviously I've been out of it for so long. But um, yeah, so I've, I've, I've been very lucky that I have got a few notches to the belt that I have been able to work. But in saying that, because my majority of work is lashes and we can't do lashes, now we've got past the first two, two and a bit weeks I've done all my nail clients yeah. and I've done all my waxing clients. So the next lot of clients that I had booked in starting from yesterday and onwards were all my lashing clients and my brow clients, facial waxing clients. So now I've had to cancel, I think it was three weeks of fully booked back to back that I had. Um, it's now tumbleweed next week. I think I've got like two, two nail appointments but I have had some more massages booked in, but it's just gone dead as I think it will have for everyone that's in the industry. You've done your first clients. And How amazing that you have brought that massage back and you have diversified and you, you, that will mean that you will survive, Jen. Yeah, it's something that is, it is it's obviously a slow burner. Um, I also have a bit of a thing about treating male clients as well because mm -hmm. I work from my home mm -hmm. when I worked in salons it was fine but because I work at home I'm obviously not accepting male clients for massage so I am still limiting myself to just female clients yeah. but nevertheless I've got a lot of ladies coming in I'm also having to restrict the massage because you still can't massage the face so I'm doing back massage full body but the full body then doesn't include the face can you do head I'm not sure, I bet you <laughs> in all honesty, I bet you can. Um, but because they're face down, mm. I have been treating the back of the yeah, scalp of because you can. they're face down and yeah. I'm wearing a visor. So I haven't, I, I don't want to say you can, but I'll be honest with everyone and say that I have, that where they've been laying on the couch face down, oh, they're looking yeah, at the floor. Yeah. I've, I've done the back of their neck and the back of their scalp. Have any of your lash clients kind of taken pity on you and thought, well, I can't have lashes, but I'm going to support Jen because I love her and I want her to survive and I'm going to go and have a mask on. So I've had a few people message me asking to pay for appointments up front mm. and thinking that that would help me. But I actually declined that because mm. I don't want money up front. I want to know that when I'm working, I haven't already had the cash. If that exactly. Makes sense, the money. It feels like you're working for free then. I've had the same. It's like when you sell a gift voucher, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. When you sell a gift voucher, you've had the money, you've spent it, and now you feel like you're working for free, but you're not. No, I know, I know. It, it, it is tricky. But very sweet that they think, you know. They have offered. And um, my sister actually gave me a bit of a sales pitch, which did actually help. And I was almost just calling people and cancelling them. Mm -hmm. Whereas she was calling everyone and saying, oh, I'm really sorry we can't do your facial today. However, we've got space to do you a massage. Would you like to change your appointment? 
and a lot of their people have been changing the appointments. So although changing from an eyelash appointment to a massage is quite drastic, when it, <laughs> if it gives them still that hour away for yeah. the afternoons, they will still take it. So yeah. it's definitely about how you word things to try and upsell. I think about three of my lash clients took up the back massage. Um, I've also been doing offers, like a few silly offers on nails, but just to get a few bums on seats. Yeah, well, you um, wanted to try out your new system as well. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. Um, I've had people saying they really like it, so it's nice. I'm just waiting for our next like slot of money to come in in August um, so I can get a few more colours in. I'm quite excited about that. Oh, that money in August. Okay, so 17th of August, we can apply. Obviously, lots of girls out there won't be eligible because they haven't got two, three years of books and maybe they took maternity leave or what have you or that you know their profits are so low that it's not worth having oh yeah so i actually got confused and i thought it was the 14th of july got all keen and went on and looked and i was like it's another month yeah. but um it's actually if you're still in need from the 14th of july isn't it so if you're still um working restrictively or not to your full um original work then from the 14th of july if you're still affected which i think and most people that are self-employed oh. will be. I mean, but it's not going to touch the sides, is it? If you think about what you were going to earn in the next two weeks with your lash appointments, I mean, I shudder to think. I mean, basically, I'll earn, I would have earned more in the next two weeks than I got in the entire grant last time. It all went on PPE and san extra sanitation and everything, by the way. So, you know, Everyone is struggling. Have you stayed off the socials or have you been engaging with people, supporting people? How, I mean, how, how have you felt the last couple of days? Um, I've, do you know what? The last, up to about a week or two ago, I was really struggling, but more so because of the Lash Social. Mm. Um, obviously, everyone will know now that we've taken the decision to cancel the event. But I was getting the worst anxiety for about a week because I just didn't know what to do. Um, and the weight on my shoulders was so heavy because I'm not going to beat about the bush. Obviously, I do the event to help people in the industry to, to grow, to help with educational events and give them access to speakers and things that they don't normally have access to. But at the end of the day, it is a business. I don't do it just for the sake of it. It is a business. It is an income. And to make the decision to cancel that event was a big one because it costs thousands to refund. Absolute. It was so much money um, where we'd sold so many tickets and we'd, um, we'd just so close to the event as well. Yeah. And we just had to make a decision. Everyone was telling me to postpone it, but, I didn't want to postpone it because there's so many events already in the calendar within the lash industry at the beginning of next year. Mm -hmm. And what I didn't want to do was hold on to everyone's money for a year. It's such a long time. And with the current climate, yeah. people don't know where their business is going to be in no. a year. They don't know if they're still going to want to be doing lashes or if they have a choice. Um, so I just knew that if we pulled the plug, I need to pull the plug and offer refunds rather than saying, okay, well, we're going to postpone it. Um, I had already had a few people message me to say their circumstances had changed or um, as it has everyone's. And I just didn't know what to do, but the anxiety 
God, did I feel it. I just, I, but as soon as I made that decision, I didn't care about the money. You felt better. I, I had had it in my, I was thinking, at first I was thinking, oh, it's going to be a hit financially. But as a business, I don't touch any of the financials until the no. event is finished. Yeah. Um, I don't, for, not for this reason, but for <laughs> if there's something happens that we mm. have to, obviously there's event insurance, but we didn't have pandemic insurance. <laughs> COVID or whatever um but yeah I do I am lucky that the way I do run the business is that I don't touch anything until everyone's been paid everything's done and I know what's left um but there had been investments made for this event um and but yeah but we had to make the decision to cancel and I think up until then I was feeling a lot more anxious but once the decision was made I felt a lot better now um I'm starting to get back into the rhythm of things. I, I was disheartened on the first when we couldn't go back to work. More so, not for me. Obviously, it is affecting me. Um, God, my husband's been grafting. He did 50 hours overtime last month. Whoa. Um, so he has been grafting. Um, he's like a broken man, bless him. But oh. we, we, we but sat he has down got fabulous lashes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we did. We did him a lash lift and tint because I'm doing my lash lift training. And if you haven't seen on the Instagram, definitely go and have a look. He's got it looks beautiful brilliant. lashes. It's so neat. It's so neat. It's beautiful. For my first attempt, I didn't think it was bad. <laughs> but, really? Um, no, I must. I must say he has been grafting, and I'm so grateful. Um, you almost feel guilty though, because here I am at home, sitting in the garden, sunning it up with the kids, and he's under a train working away for slogging <laughs> away but he has worked out that if push comes to shove when we have got to restart paying our mortgage in november which we have taken the second mortgage holiday because we don't know what's happened with my work mm. so our next mortgage payment is november and we sat down yesterday and worked out that look if push comes to shove we can cover everything so to me that's taken a bit of a relief off yeah but I just felt for people like my sister, they'd unfurloughed all their therapists, the majority of. Oh my God. And they're a spa and they were booked up with so many facials and she was waiting to unfurlough. You know, when we was, what date was it in July we was allowed to open? The, what, the non it was supposed to be the 4th, wasn't the fourth, it? And then it was, I, I lose that other date. What was it? The 12th, the 13th? Something like that. There. But she didn't open straight away. Right. Um, because she said she was on the fence. Like, do I bring my staff back? Don't I? Because nails and waxing, okay, but that's not their not main enough. bread and butter. And she's no. got to pay all their salary. Um, so she waited about a week, then started to bring in a couple of like her best waxers and best nail yeah. girls um, because they couldn't do the facials. And she was gunning for the first, like all steam ahead. She was like, going for it got her staff back had them all in for their training and I went to the gym um on the day before and I saw no it was the morning of the first uh no the day before the announcement wasn't it it was the day before we got the announcement yeah I went to the gym and I walked out into the dining room uh, where the restaurant is and she was sat there on her laptop and she was just literally just watching the government website. She just was, she's like, we're not going to be allowed to open. We're not going to be allowed to open. I said, oh, don't get like that. I said, don't panic unless we have to. And I'd literally walk through the door and about 10 minutes later, she texted me and she's like, we can't. And so she's got to then think about refurloughing. And I just feel for the businesses that like that, 
like, do you know what I mean? That when they've got so many staff members and it's not just yeah. being a sole trader is half and hard enough. And I know they're bigger businesses are getting help with furlough, but I think the stress of it all when you're managing so many people is tough. Well, if you think about the admin that was involved as well, when I think about the admin and you must be similar when you're just trying to, we've had to rebook our clients in three times, which is why people say we shouldn't have done it mm -hmm. in the first place. But I did because I wanted to know how many were coming back. I've now done it three times. This time I've said, look girls, ignore your reminder messages. I'm not going to take you all out of the calendar so that I can just move you all up whenever we get that date. The thing is, you can't be certain about anything anymore because the first seemed so certain, didn't it? We were given two weeks to prepare for it. It was a lovely amount of time. I was feeling nervous, but under control and really, really looking forward to it. So ready. Mm -hmm. And then with less than 24 hours notice, bang, mm -hmm. but oh yeah. So I said, I said this, I said this cause I said to my clients, look, I'm not going to book you in again. I said, I'm going to wait until I'm given the go ahead. I said, because I don't want to keep doing this. I said, so I'm still happy to book people in for all the other treatments. So your waxing and nails. I said, but for face treatments, lashes, um, I'm not booking back in from the 15th. I'm just waiting because if the same thing happens, it's just a review date. It's no set in yeah. stone date. There's and like, you said, like you said, there's no reason for them not to do it again if the R number and with the states of the pubs and the weather as well being so good, oh it's like it's going to go up, it's going to peak. Um, but then on the flip side of that, my sister said, well, I am rebooking everyone then. I said, well, why are you doing it to yourself again? She said, because I know if they're booked in with me, they're yeah. not booked in anywhere else. That's true. Good point. Good point, sis. Good point. So it's, it's... I don't think mine would go anywhere else. My hardcore stalwart girls have waited this long they won't go anywhere else but yes there are I suppose the floaters the in-betweeners mm -hmm. elsewhere but I haven't really got them in in my first couple of weeks anyway so I think it's more of a big salons isn't yeah. it bigger salons that have a higher turnover of clients yeah. that do have those ad hoc those walk-ins yeah. and do rely on those um then it's them that those sorts of clients are the ones that are going to go elsewhere do we know about one thing that crossed my mind today was what are the rules at the minute with mobile therapists? They're the same as ours, but they're not. They're not allowed to work, are they? No, I don't know if they're not. They're not no, in terms of obviously waxing and stuff like that is allowed to work, but they're not. They're not allowed to go into other people's houses, are they? Oh, oh gosh. Well, I, See, I this came into my head today because mm. I didn't. know. I was thinking, gosh, what about the mobile therapists? Because the people that are mobile, like even like osteopaths and physios and things like that that are mobile, they're allowed mm. to work, but they're not allowed to go into people's houses, are they? Or well, my hairdresser came into my house with a visor, and I think that was okay. So presumably, it's the same. It's about the treatment rather than the person. I think. Mm. If your cleaner's allowed to come into your house, I don't see why your mobile doctor yeah. isn't allowed to come into your house. I think it's yeah. okay. I just haven't heard much about the mobile side of the industry. The thing is, Jane, I've had so many messages from girls literally on the brink of, you know, disaster, really. I've had, you know, I've seen girl, I've, I've had a student who's literally, she has trichlomania. She's pulled all of the hair out on her head, you know, since mm. lockdown. And this is, you know the worst it's ever been in her life 
I've seen Paulina from London Lash Pro. She's pulled out all of her eyelashes through anxiety. Another girl messaged me to say that she had pulled all of her eyelashes out. The anxiety is, that's why I wrote to Boris today and my local MP. I woke up this morning feeling really pissed off and, you know, just so useless. So I just kind of thought, right, well, I'm going to write and just point out a few things and just... They have no, it's like they have no regard for, for this bunch of great humans that are going through. I think if they actually came into a setting themselves, they'd be awoken quite abruptly. Do you know what I mean? If they yeah. walked into a salon or into any of us and just gave it the time of day to yeah. see what it would be like. But I just don't understand because there's so much media on it at the moment. I mean, I'm seeing lash technicians left, right and centre. I saw Laura Grant from Ula, Ula Lashes. Bless her. Um, I've seen so many of the girls. I think Katie Godfrey's been doing quite a lot as well with the media. Um, I've so many girls are out there trying to help us. And I just think it, I don't know why. I, don't, I just don't understand why it's been, it's not, I can't say it's been ignored, but it feels like it's being ignored. I think it has been ignored and 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 penalised in some way. It feels really cruel and barbaric. How can how can it be safe to go to the pub, but it cannot be safe to get your lashes done by a girl who has a mask on and a visor, her windows open, fully sanitised, all the tools sterilised. The client has a mask on too. There's not everything that they touch is fully wipeable and you know sanitizable. It's just it, and we're behind them. I think the argument that they're putting across, and the only thing I think they're holding on to, is that the amount of time that mm. we are that close to the client. So if you're having your hair done, all right. I know people have argued and said that the hairdresser we are clo we get closer than what a hairdresser gets we do get closer for doing lashes i think we get closer because a hairdresser standing up you're sitting down okay they might come a bit closer to you when mm -hmm. they want to stall but i do get that yeah but i do get that we're sanitary and i think the only thing that they're holding on to is the length of time that we are next to our clients because if you're doing a like I don't get with things like lip waxes and stuff like that, but I guess they've just chosen the face because most treatments are closer. But when you're doing the lashes, obviously you're next to the head for what up to four hours. Facial and you're leaning up to maybe on their nose and maybe exactly. So you are close. So this is why I sort of just think to myself, it is what it is. There's nothing that we can do until they change their mind. I've seen people saying they're going to protest down Liverpool Street, I think I saw, and going to, to, to um, Downing Street. I just, I don't think it's going to get us anywhere. I don't think it's going to get us anywhere. No. Um, the thing is, they're talking about that danger zone, i.e. the nose and mouth. Well, people's noses and mouths aren't going anywhere, are they? And whilst the numbers are going up and they are going to continue to rise, people are going to be flocking to the beaches and the pubs. The, the forecast is like war cast in the next week, especially in the south of England. I mean, we're talking about, you know, highs in the 30s, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yes, 33 yeah. on Friday, it says, you know, isn't it? We're talking like serious, serious summer, summer days. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but the cases will start to rise. And whilst the cases, that's the reason that they have pegged us back again. So 
how are we ever going to open? Then it'll be end of summer. Then we'll be coming into autumn. Then there will be colds and flus and normal things. It is perceivable that we might not open this year. To the new year. Someone else said this to me yesterday. Um, I do feel for her. Emily, um, she owns Lash and Brow Design. Um, Such a lovely girl. If people have come to the Lash Social event, she's one of the team that normally helps me, brown hair. Um, So her partner took over a gym before lockdown. Um, And she's in lockdown, bless her. She, She does get things done, this girl. I'll give that to her. In lockdown, she's not sat down, she's built a salon. So inside the gym, they've built a complete salon, big training academy and everything. It is ready to go, bless her. And she has hired staff to start and she was gunning for the first. And when she texted me and was just like, oh my God, I just felt for her. Like, And she said to me, she said, at this rate, I can't see us opening before before January. And I just, I just, I, I can't argue with it. I just, I can't see when there's going to be an end to it because we work in that high risk zone. Maybe, yeah, I mean, God. It's just difficult. But I think if you are a therapist, like myself that has old treatments that you used to do you're still qualified in them don't don't forget that you're 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 still got that qualification you can still get insured with it you can still revisit it so if you've got anything up your sleeve that you can pull out the bag to do then definitely do it get working I don't think I can face doing nails again I'd have to get rid of my electric beauty couch because it takes up the whole space probably I mean, but could you no. not do a manicure over the couch is the couch in the middle yeah. of the room yeah maybe i could maybe maybe i need to think about it oh. but do you see what i mean there's there, it's about like my friend said to me just finding that hustle yeah <laughs> you've got the qualifications so use it like i stopped doing massage mainly because of lashes but also because of my hands mm. the oil my hands mm. just do not no matter what high quality oils i use my hands just don't like the constant oil and already really? i'm starting to feel them irritated after a couple of weeks but i just keep telling telling it to myself just get it done just do the treatment i'm actually really enjoying doing the treatments as well um but i'm also now remembering why i stopped because yeah. of my hands um but I'm just bringing it back because it's on, on, on the list of treatments that I can offer. Yeah. So it doesn't cost me much to, I've already got the couch. I just had to invest in some new oils. So yeah. Amazing. if you're qualified in nails, there's nothing to stop you offering them. Even if you do it at a discounted rate because you want to get yourself back up to speed. Maybe I should start offering spray tans again. Oh, yes. But do you see what I mean? You can yeah. still offer so to any girls that are just sort of sitting thinking and you've got all these treatments under your belt revisit them if you want to invest if even if it's just like a hundred pounds or something or a little bit of kit it doesn't yeah. take long to get that back oh i got rid of my extractor fan and everything and that's quite an investment so i'm and spray tanning is a bit messy if you haven't yeah. got the space for it unless yeah. because of the weather you could offer it outside in the garden <laughs> <laughs> i've done that before <laughs> Oh, Jen. Oh, but, um, I love the way that you always manage to spin it in a positive light. And you've gone through so much with the lash social going down. I do think you made a really brave decision there. I think it was the right one. And I'm glad that you did feel lighter as a result of it. 
Yeah, we've still got the Diana training going ahead. So I'm keeping everything crossed for that um, when Diana Prangley comes over. I think it's just a case, it's just a case of this rule if we can treat the face still. That's the only thing that will prevent the the course from going ahead. Because obviously, you can't treat the face. No practical, is there? And that's the whole point. You want to do the practical. So um, again, bit of anxiety, bit of pressure there, but I'm ready to deal with it if I have to. Um, Could we not do it even if we were lashing someone in our support bubble? Potentially, that could be a revenue we could look at, so an avenue we could look at, but we'd need to just do it. The thing, how I'm looking at this, Joanna, is I'm not doing anything until I have to do it. No. I'm not, I'm not dealing with anything unless I have to. I'm not panicking unless I have to. I'm not changing anything unless I have to. Because I just think that's what makes anxiety a lot worse. If you start panicking about something that's not happened yet and dealing with something that's not happened with yet. I know it's nice to plan and think about in hindsight, um, but at the minute, I'm just taking each day as it comes. Can I work? No, continue as you are. Can I work? Yes, great, let's go. Do you see what I mean? I'm just trying to get it one, one day at a time. I think for myself, that's working better. Um, my next main priority other than the Diana training is the online competition because that is still running. Mm-hmm. Um, but although it's worldwide, I do feel for the lash artists in the UK because we are predominantly based in the UK, but we are seeing more worldwide entries and I get that other countries are open, but I did put a poll out yesterday. Yeah, I saw that. For whether to change the ruling to allow previous works or whether to keep it at the same and it was a stalemate oh really it's bang on the money it was a stalemate so literally it was i think it was like only about 40 people voted but it was like 20 and 20 i was like come on because that happened to me last time i did one of those oh i'm not sure how helpful those polls are jen no i did i was going to go with the majority but it had to be a decent amount i didn't want it to be like one one person but it was literally dead in the middle so i didn't want it to be like brexit it makes me feel like i for the people that have said no i don't like again i'm on the fence because i can extend the deadline extending the deadlines Mm -hmm. is not a problem extend it so the winners are announced in December say I think if I was going to extend it I would extend it to December because Mm -hmm. then it's a good amount of time um but I did myself kind of like the idea of people being able to enter previous works previous works even if those works have won competitions well this is the thing it would just be previous work so it would be whether they've entered competitions or not but I'm, I'm thinking more now because obviously quite a lot of people still said no to that that I'm thinking more along the lines of extending the deadlines. I, I just want it to be a good competition. Yeah, what, I don't no. want, what I don't want is it to be a competition where there's like three participants in each yeah. category type thing. Do you know what I mean? I won't let it run if that's the case. Yeah. So, but, well, as it was your last competition, I mean, you had quite good entries, didn't you? But there yeah. were some categories that were lower and you think possibly down to lockdown. It was just, it was only the mature category, the mature, the fantasy categories, you never get loads and loads of no. entries in mature, be, not mature, sorry, in fantasy, because it's such intricate work and 
it's the expense of fantasy work as well. A lot of artists, yeah, yeah, they just yeah. don't have the time nor the money to invest in doing fantasy pieces. So fantasy is always the lowest entered category, but in, or normally, but in the previous competition, it was the um, mature category because of the COVID. I think it was to do with the age um, because it was 50 plus and obviously the, the people that were classed as vulnerable. Was it 60 or 65? I can't remember. 65 I think although my mum said said today something about 50 plus they're looking at the 50 plus being the vulnerable in yeah, which case, see you later see you later Jen <laughs> <laughs> my mother-in-law said that she'd heard that they were thinking about re-putting them into um yeah shield re-shielding shielding, re-shielding yeah We've only been out two days <laughs> oh, we just need something positive i was holding on to the end of year party thinking we was going to have a good old lash bash and everyone was going to get trolleyed and just dance the night away oh. but i don't think it's going to be the case oh my gosh i do hope it will be the, the, the main thing, thing is... with the, the main thing with the lash social cancellation was one the venue were not being very helpful because they mm-hmm. furloughed a lot of their staff so i couldn't really have much contact with them yeah and the lady that has run all the previous events for me has left so it's now a new events team so I'm trying to build up a relationship with them but I don't have that yet and obviously they just left me in the dark so trying to deal with a venue when their team have been furloughed is a bit difficult um and there's not actually a lot of information out there for events companies at the moment because I think that's the least of everyone's worries at the moment the events um all it says is that maximum of 30 people at like a wedding ceremony um that's been cancelled now you can't go to a wedding with 30 you can you can have 30 for the ceremony but not for the reception oh so this is the thing because i've been looking into it all i think it has changed maybe on the first slightly um because i know they've made a few things stricter as well and in certain parts of the countries but it was only so I was working on the number of 30 really thinking well maybe but then it says about events can be more if they're outside so Jamie said to me can you not do the event outside and I was like I don't think I'm going to rely on the British weather in well, September for an outdoor event <laughs> does a marquee count as outside I know and then I was thinking like because have you seen have you got the drive-through cinemas around you where you are, are they they're, well they're, maybe but I haven't discovered one yet yeah we've got those about and we were just laughing saying we could do all of these but there's nothing that you can do we just had to pull the plug because the lack of information lack of dates Mm. and the lack of help with the venue really Mm. oh what a shame well uh, we will get there we're all in limbo you say we will get there and that's you know that's all we have at the moment to hang on to because the decision making process is pretty weird at uh Ted Downing Street and um you know they're lashing in Ireland they're lashing in Wales are they back lashing in Wales now I'm not sure I have been keeping an eye on what Ariane's been saying but I haven't seen anything over the last couple of days I haven't I don't think I've seen anything I mean I know she's not because of childcare because it's obviously school holidays but you know they're, She's normally they're, quite good with, with all the info, isn't yeah. she? Though? But I haven't seen much this last couple of days on social media. But, but many parts of the world are lashing again. And it does seem pretty strange that boxing can continue. And the pubs, of course. Yeah. We can't. But anyway, as you say, it is what it is. 
the way that it was done felt like a particularly low blow. The last time... 12 it, hours notice. <laughs> yeah, the last time felt rough because they were like, yes, you can go back to work. The beauty industry can go back to work. And we were all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone was like putting up, yeah, I'm back, I'm back, I'm open. And then it was like, except on the face. <laughs> that came up. there's a big but. <laughs> yeah. And now they're having a laugh, aren't they? Less than our cancellation period. Notice. I just think it would be nice if they took the industry more seriously. The value of the industry mm -hmm. is colossal, billions the beauty industry is worth. And I just think it is something that needs to be taken more seriously. Not only is it people's livelihoods, but like I think, I think it was, was it yourself that was saying it's the feel good factor of. Yeah. The clients, it's their well-being, it's their time away, it's their me time, it's their therapy time. Um, we're not just their lash technician, we're their friend, we're their counsellor, their therapist, their trust, trustee. Do you know what I mean? We're people that, people look forward to having that time out and it's, for their mental well-being, I think it's important. I mean, I myself use the gym as my headspace, but so mm. many people use the salons and mm. having those treatments as their time out. Um, and I think with all that's going on at the minute, people need a bit of that. Yes. And I think, I just think the government needs to take it a little bit more seriously and understand that it is the livelihoods. I do understand that a lot of women, or not, sorry, not just women, therapists, dash technicians, are in a lot worse situation than I myself or mm. um, others. Um, maybe not getting the help that they needed from the government um, for one reason or another. I would like to find out or know sooner whether we're going to get another help because obviously they said that this last one in August was the final one. That was it. But if they're telling people that they still can't work, then surely there's going to have to be another. I, I just think that all lash artists, all beauticians that, you know, all of those, all of those that uh, do treatments on the face that are un unable to work or have reduced working hours, should all get a, an extra kind of sum of money regardless of the last three years of their books they just need to prove that this is what they do and you know somehow i don't know there needs to be some help i've had a girl message me to say that she'd just given up her job in in the supermarket she'd got an extra job because she had no money coming in she gave it up on it was on on tuesday she finished doing the job because she was to start work on the first work so she lost that, she gave that job away to start work on the first and then that happened on Friday. So now she doesn't have that extra job and now she's saying she's gonna have to sell her house. It's just, it's just appalling. They have no idea about the ripples that are going through. The no. And there's so many, there's so many loopholes as well with the help. Um, some people entitled to it, some people not. And the grants, it's all very confusing, it's not, I think we keep saying about black and white, it's all very grey. Yeah. Um, I mean, but... there was another grant that I had no idea about that they weren't advertising and it was specifically for small businesses that didn't pay um, business rates that, that could get uh, up to £5,000 grant, free money, a gift, not a loan. And, mm. and I, I went on and I'd missed the deadline. And it was just... I like, didn't know about that either. Yeah, yeah who did? I didn't no. know about it. No, I knew about the one with the premises that that's the yeah. 10,000 yeah. one. But I would just like to know if they're going to be doing something for us because although I'm working, 
like I said at the beginning of the podcast, that mm. I've got like two weeks where I'm booked yeah. up, two weeks dead because they've all got their nails on and they've, yeah. they've been waxed. So now I've got to wait another two weeks before they come back for infills and or four weeks, six weeks for waxing. Because well, I have your lovely husband with his gorgeous eyelashes is sticking himself under a train to make sure that he keeps the home fires burning and maybe just maybe if we're flipping it on the positive the weather is going to be amazing i hope you're going to make the most of these two weeks jen yeah definitely and i'm just waiting to see what's going to happen on the 15th keeping every finger and toe crossed i think but not holding my breath. No, and I mean, how much notice will we will we be given for that? I mean, yeah, <laughs> I'm ready. No, I think I think one thing is that I mean, at the beginning of lockdown, we were all saying it was like everyone was on holiday because the mm. weather was glorious, and then we had that shocking weather. <laughs> <laughs> it was what even was it? It was just horrible. We had so much rain, and it was just awful, depressing. And it is something that now we've got a little bit of brightness coming our way. It's been nice last weekend. Going to be nice this weekend coming. Um, So, yeah, at least it's something to look forward to. Exactly. A little glimmer of positivity in the rather gloomy circumstances. But, Genevieve, thank you so much for taking the time to speak to me tonight. I know everyone will be delighted to hear from you. And I'm speaking to so many girls from Behind the Lashes this week to just find out their kind of knee-jerk responses to the situation. But thank you for being the first. Oh, am I the first? You're the first. Thank (laughs) you. It's lovely to speak to you. And I'll catch up with you soon. Until then, take care. See you soon. Bye-bye. Yeah.